Hey guys, this is Sam, and you're listening to the Facing the Sun podcast, the show that helps shine a light on building a better you. Good morning, my friends, and welcome back to Facing the Sun. I'm Sam, as you all know, and I am a certified professional life coach that helps people discover their inner energy blocks. And today we are talking about one of the most common questions that I get from potential clients or people who are thinking they might need a life coach, but don't really know if that's what they need. And they all ask me the same question. And it's this, why do I never feel ready? I don't feel ready to do this. I don't feel ready to take the leap. And I think I'm going to be a little bit more brash in this episode than I typically am, (laughs) Um, at least on the podcast. Uh, I tend to get, I don't really sugarcoat shit with my clients, but here's the reality of the situation, babe. You are never going to feel ready. That's it. You are never, if you're doing something to change your life, you are never going to feel ready to take that step. But that's the point. And here's what we're going to talk about today is learning to recognize that feeling and welcome it instead of shying away from it based out of fear. So diving into it, here are a few reasons why you might not feel ready that we unpack when we start to dive into those energy blockages. Uh, Change is the unknown and your body and your nervous system only know how to process what has previously happened. Your nervous system can't be programmed for the future. You can be mindful and you can learn to go back into homeostasis and self-regulate when you're thinking about the future. But if you think about the unknown and your body instantly reacts poorly, it's because it's been programmed that in the past, the unknown has led to hurt. So you're going to automatically kind of abruptly stop so you don't feel that potential hurt again. But the great thing about that is your nervous system doesn't actually know what's going to happen in the future. So it could be really awesome. Number two, somewhere down the line, you've convinced yourself that you aren't prepared for what's coming next, that you can't handle it. Life has shown you somewhere, somehow that you don't have the capacity. And that is a very fear-driven mindset. And we'll get into that in just a little bit. But here's one thing I do want to say. If you constantly felt ready, you wouldn't ever be pushed to change or grow. Growth happens in that space of uncomfortability. And the most successful people I know embrace the unknown because they've programmed their mind to think this is going to be better than I ever expected versus, oh God, this is all going to go wrong. It's a mindset shift. And this is where that element of being fear driven, driven by fear comes in. Unfortunately, this this concept is really perpetuated in the media and the society that we've built, like imagery, headlines, the news, we're turning into a very fear-driven society. It's pretty common and it's rooted in the stories or social constructs that we all choose to believe in. And the problem is when we get stuck in those negative stories, this tends to perpetuate itself each time we allow it to manifest in us. And so I like... I really struggle watching the news because I want to be aware of what's going on in the world and I want to be updated on current events. But lately it's, you know, one shooting after another and another law, silly, silly law that's just meant to control the population. And I was talking to my partner about this. I don't remember a couple months ago, but um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty in the middle politically. I think Everyone should be able to love who they love, but also I think I should be able to have a gun if I want to, but I do think there should be some more appropriate avenues to get them and some more security and clearance and stuff like that. But he looked at me and he he was like, I 
I think that if everybody just realized that they were on the same side, we're all on the same side, we want the same thing. We're just going about it two entirely different ways. And so that's this fear-rooted society that we've kind of built. And so one thing I want to say is you have no control over anything that happens except for your reaction, babe. And that thought in and of itself is freeing, not restricting. If you spend your time constantly worrying, you let fear take control. And when you're driven by fear, the more you feel the need to gain control over everything in your life. And that's what's called a fear-driven life. So what's the impact of a fear-driven life? It paralyzes us into inaction. It numbs our emotions and our thoughts. So any decision that's made out of fear tends to lead to more fear and isolation. And so when I'm talking about to these clients about not feeling ready, one question I always ask them was, well, what are you afraid of? And they sometimes look at me and they kind of get mad at me because that's kind of a hard question, right? What are you afraid of? It's the worst that can happen, right? And it's kind of the concept of addressing the elephant in the room. Once you say, oh, well, I'm afraid of failure. Okay, let's unpack that. What happens if you fail? Does everything stop? Do people stop loving you? Do you lose your job? Do you lose your house? No. Pick back up and you start again. Great. So once we address that and once we kind of bring that into the light, it's not as scary. And so one thing I just want to say is when you're being mindful of yourself kind of slipping into that state and, oh, I don't feel ready, this isn't going to go well, I would love for you to sit back and say, oh, this means that I should do it. This means that I should continue down this path because it means something really exciting is going to happen. And one thing I've really been working on over the last couple of years, I mean, this this life journey <laughs> over the last couple of years for me has been absolutely insane. And I I held myself to a pretty ridiculous standard for a long time and I didn't even want to do things because I didn't want to fail and I didn't want to put that out into the world. But one thing that I've realized is failing means you're trying, right? And I respect someone who's trying way more than I respect someone who's just sitting on the sidelines, not even putting their feet in the pool because they're worried of what might happen. But I get it. It's hard. It's hard to sit there and be like, I've never done this before. This is going to test me. But you know what I've realized is you are going to shock yourself in a good way 99.9% of the time. It is amazing how people can rise to the occasion and how you can rise to the occasion when you feel a little bit of pressure. And I think that that is so necessary in relationships. I mean, God, I can't tell you how many times I've been like, this is so hard and I don't know if I can do this. This is really challenging for me. But do we figure it out? Yes, every time. Because you have to be willing to stretch yourself and grow into that space and it gets better. If you are in a job or a relationship or a situation that is not challenging you at all, and is just monotone and the same, I truthfully don't think that's a great relationship for you. I think situations and jobs and relationships that challenge you are the ones you should be chasing, not toxic ones, not ones that are bad for your mental health, but ones that support you and love you, but push you to be better. 
And if you are just passively existing in your life and not doing anything to improve, then how, how can you expect things in your life to get better? And that's what I love so much about life coaching is people come to me with a desire to get better. And it's okay that you don't know how to do that. That's my job. We can figure that out. But I need and I require from my clients the desire to get better and the desire to change. And once you really uh, lean in to that, I don't want to say persona, but mental space of, all right, I'm going to buckle up and I'm going to do what it takes to get better because I'm tired of being in this space. And that's, I think, what I found for me, at least, is I need to get to a point where I'm like, I can't do this shit anymore. I refuse to ever come back to this place and I will do whatever it takes to get out of this so I can be better. And that's served me really well in my coaching so far as I can resonate with people who who feel that way, who feel like they need to change and crawl out of a place that they've been stuck in for a really long time. And it's very admirable. I will tell you that right now, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, yeah, I, I definitely feel like I need a change, but I don't know if I'm ready. Just that self-awareness, you're ready. If you want to get better, but you don't know how, just start. You don't need to have all the answers right now. You don't need to have everything figured out right now. Just one foot in front of the other and do what you can every single day. And so a couple great places to start with that, talking to someone about it. It doesn't have to be a coach, but it definitely does help to reach out to someone whose profession is to help guide people in a matter like this. But I've had lots of guests on this podcast, and I've, I've talked to a lot of really amazing experts in their field. And one thing that I've noticed over every episode is there are a couple key things that they advise people to do when they begin on this journey. And the first one is journaling. It's a great way to give a container to your thoughts and help your brain express them instead of just having them kind of be this tornado inside of your mind. And so you can journal, like you can handwrite things down. That's definitely what I do. Um, but you can type. There's a great website called Penzu, P-E-N-Z-U.com. That's a free online journal. I used that for a long time when I just needed, I type really quick. And so if I just needed to brain dump my thoughts every day, uh, it does that. Also sends you a reminder every day to journal if you've forgotten. So that's a really great resource. But also blocking out the time to sit down and write is so, so powerful. And I would definitely recommend that. The next one is meditation. You can do that literally anywhere. I use the Calm app every morning. There are some short meditations. There are some longer ones. But this will help you really identify being in the moment and those triggers that maybe keep coming up from those stories that you're telling yourself in your head and what you need to address. So those are two really great things. And one thing I've been really diving into, I've been an athlete for a long time and I know the impact that food and your diet has on your body, but I'm doing a lot of research now on foods that impact your mental health hormone balancing diets and supplements that you should be taking, you know, for your mental health. And guys, we could do an entire podcast on maybe that. And that's what we, maybe that's what we do next week, but pay attention to what you're putting in your body and how you react to it and how your body is fueled by it. Because your mental health is actually very, the gut brain access, like a lot of your mental health lives in your gut biome. And you need to be mindful of how you're fueling your body so it can perform the best for you. So 
I'm getting off my soapbox now, but uh, if you are listening to this and if you don't feel ready, I promise that you are. The only thing you need to do is get out of that fear-driven life and start living in a sole purpose life. And it is uncomfortable as hell. It is so difficult, but I would rather be in the sea of change and getting better and experiencing new and exciting things than being stuck in that fear-driven cycle. And if you need any help or assistance or you just want someone to talk to about it, I do offer a free 60-minute consult call. You can no, you know, no promises, no contracts, nothing like that. So if you do need someone to just bounce something off of, please do get in touch. All of my information is in the episode description. I will see you guys next week. And I think we will dive into your diet and a healthy gut biome for your mental health. I will talk to you guys soon. Have a good one. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you. If you want to keep up with all the happenings, be sure to like, follow, subscribe. You know the drill. You can also find me on Instagram at samadams7 and find out more about the biz at sunfloweragencies.com. That's S-N-F-L-W-R agencies.com. Thanks guys.